Okay, so we are up to paragraph Kufyud, paragraph 110 in the Heilig Bovavi, and we are, we are, we've shifted a little bit from understanding that part of our role as a createe, as being a, a created entity, is understanding that everything is from the Rabbani Shalom, and any issue that comes up is solved and healed when we allow HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the picture. That's what we were focusing on last week, that when a person brings HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the picture with his simple emuna, what's going to happen, what, what's forced to happen is, the entire situation is now filled with God, is filled with Hashem, and the situation is going to be Mesukunu Muslim, Karoi, it's going to be fixed up, and filled Karoi appropriately. And the specific trait that the Bavavi is going through for us is the Mida, the trait of Kas, the trait of anger. So here we go. Paragraph 110. Let's delve in and clarify how to rid ourselves of this trait of anger. The Ketzad and how how do we bring God into the trade of anger, thereby getting rid of the problem, like we spoke out last week, and we just said in our introduction, because bringing, through understanding how to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the picture, the Midah of Kas will be healed. Okay, so here we go. We're now going to get into the Kishkas of everything. Ma Mevias Adam Lidekas. What truly brings a person to anger? So here we go, there's beauty. The first bechina, the first test, and the simplest thing to look at is anything that gets in the way of a person's will. Who may be a lidekas? So you want to look at it simply? We'll say it like this. I want to do something. Something is standing in my way. I'm going to get angry. Sometimes, the anger that we have is not a strong anger. It's just a light frustration. Other people can't even see it. It's like an internal frustration. It doesn't really come out. Sometimes the anger comes out very strong. You could see clearly what's happening in the heart. Until the anger keeps getting stronger and stronger. You can even see it all over. It's written all over the person. This is what we call a temper. It's written all over the person that they're just, they're, they're agitated, they're frustrated, they're struggling. The fun of in the face of a person. And another element that comes, that brings a person to Kas, which he says is similar to the first, is. When a person feels slighted, feels put down, degraded, somebody said something to me, oh, disrespectful, what are they doing? And this type of thing really makes me angry. Why? Because you think, yeah, you deserve some honor, you deserve some respect. And this person is taking away the respect that I feel I deserve. Now, you should know, we're not necessarily even dealing with people who are necessarily arrogant. This can be an employer with an employee. 
Somebody who feels the employee has to give them more respect and the employee says something or, call, or, or brings something up that they feel slighted and disrespected. Now there's, you know, they're going to uh, claim that it's the principle of the matter. I got to show this person a, a thing or two. And sometimes it comes out through children, right? You see, or my child has to respect me. This kid has to learn honor. This kid has to learn respect. But ultimately, what's the kid say? The kid said, no, nah, dad, mom, yeah, you're, you're dumb, you're this, you're that, right? Which they have no right to do, and it's not fair to speak that way. But ultimately, the, what's bringing the parent, if they have a midah of temper, a midah of anger, it's because they personally feel slighted, and I, I deserve kavod, I deserve honor, and this person is taking it away from me. So these are things that bring us to anger, and which all, we, we, we get this, we, we get it. Every example he just gave means... I thought it was going to be one way, and it changed. So, in a more general sense, if we really want to delve into what brings a person to anger, here we go. There's two primary situations that bring a person to anger. Number one, nothing to do with anybody else. You know what happened? I wanted something. I expected something. And it didn't happen. Not because it's anybody's fault. Ella, are you darke ateva? It's because things happen. Nature, things happen. That's one thing that could bring us to frustration. And we'll explain what that is in a moment. Again, expectation, I thought this, and then nature said no. A second thing that brings us to anger Somebody else did something to me. So in the first way you can get angry is something happened. There's nobody else involved. Something happened that made me mad. The second way to become mad, to become angry, is through a person. And we're going to give examples. A guy wakes up in the morning. And he gets in, you get in the car. As you're going... Guess what happens? The tire is worn out. You're down to the treads. You get a flat tire. And, and you can't drive anymore. You, just, you, you can't get to work. Can't get there. Nobody did anything to you. Nature, physics, as Rebruve and Axelbaum was learning with me the other week, tells us that once something has been created, it's automatic, it, what, what happens is naturally, it's on its road to destruction. So you start driving, the tire gets worn out, and that's the nature of a tire. So now you're down to the bare minimum, and now you got a flat tire. This can bring a person to anger. You're on your way to work, you're on your way to a meeting, you had a plan, you had to go shopping, and it's almost Shabbos, and now your tire's flat. What are you, you going to do? Get angry at your tire? Yeah? No, but you say, well, why, yeah, I'm angry. What are you angry? The situation. I'm angry at the situation. Sharing this battle with my zone. what I wanted is gone. It's been removed. I planned on getting there at this time, and now I can't. There ain't nobody there to get angry at. It's nobody on the other side. Who are you screaming at? Your tire? 
Nobody's going to answer you. Nobody's going to respond. If you ask the guy, who are you angry at, the tire? He'll even tell you, no, I'm not angry at the tire. So you say, why are you angry? What are you, what are you so mad about? What's going on? And he says, I'm angry at the situation that I'm found in. My thoughts, and this is where it's going to be crucial. My thoughts, what I thought's going to happen and all my plans didn't end up standing with reality. Nimsa, what's going to come out with this is, this is the type of anger which is not directed at anybody which the Bhavavi writes in parentheses, at least that's what it looks like. It's not true. But if you look at the surface, the way that we would view it, somebody's angry at a situation, not at an entity. Okay. What about now 112, paragraph 112, what about the second thing, the second situation that brings a person to anger? Not a situation happened, but somebody else is making me mad. Somebody else is making me upset. For example, a guy broke my house, the window of my house. Break it. Be careful. What are you doing breaking the window of my house? This type of anger, in a natural situation. So, you certainly have a place to direct your anger at. The guy who broke your window. Yeah, he's now going to be the subject of my anger. Or at least, this is what it looks like. Now, we'll break this down even further. We'll break it down different ways to get angry. One way to get angry is at a situation. We're getting angry as a person. He says, even when you get angry at a person, I don't know who you're getting angry at. You don't even know who you're angry at. And then you have clape kas, anger, clape adam, directed at a person. You made me angry. He's so going to scream at the guy. The guy's like, why are you so upset? What do you mean I'm so upset? You made me angry. That's what we're claiming. As if we're not going to scream at a tire, but we'll scream at a person, you made me angry. Listen to this, Hevra, listen closely. This is beauty. This is beauty. Let's read this careful. Ulam, however, in the world that's really true, if you get to the crux of the matter, the depth, the pnimius, the kishkas, the intestines of the matter, la'ilam, really? Kol minei hakas, every type of anger, shavim, heim, is exactly the same. The Navares Advarim, and we'll explain. When a person lives in a way that we've been learning for the last month, when a person lives a life with constant hashkacha, God's constant involvement on their minds, and we already recognize this and feel this in our hearts, Azai Yaskil Vyovin. You should, we will know when the tire wears out or the guy breaks our window. 
If I'm personally getting angry about what just happened, there's one entity I'm getting angry at. You know who that is? God. It's referring to the Holy One, blessed is He. When I get angry, the Gemara tells us, temper is as if you're idol worshiping. What's idol worship? God has no power. A person on the surface, it seems, is either getting angry at a thing, a situation, or a person. Says the Bulvavi, that's not really true. Even where you think you're getting angry at is not even true. You're not even aware of what's happening if you don't have Amuna. Why? See, he says very simple. Ready for this? Next paragraph. Next paragraph. This is all going to come full circle for all of us who've been working over the past month on noticing Hashem in every decision that we make and everything that comes our way. We're going to go through the different types of anger that exist. Adam Kamba Biker. Case number one was the flat tire. A guy gets up in the morning, a woman gets up in the morning, Nichnas Lemchonit gets in the car, Noseya starts to travel, starts to drive. And then after they're driving, Hagalgal Miskalkel, the tire is flat. So person's not thinking. You say, yeah, that's the way it goes. The way it goes is how we explained two paragraphs ago. Nature. Tires get worn out. But I'm going to get angry at my circumstance. At my situation. You're not thinking. There's nothing deep here. There's a tire and it's flat and I'm annoyed. Guess what? As I then, the truth is, when the tire pops, You'll have anger dwelling in your heart. However, when a person's living right, when a person's living, knowing, knowing what's really happening here, the whole story just changed. Listen closely. You know what's going to happen with a person who's developed what we've been learning? We get in the car in the morning. Racious, you know what we're doing first? We don't just start driving. Racious first, we're already thinking. Who gave me this car? God gave me this car. Huh, I start driving. How does a car drive? Who let the engine start this morning? HaKadosh Baruch Nasan, God, is allowing my car to have the ability, the Nosan Lakoach, and is giving it the power, Linsoa, to drive. Bechol Rega Mamish Mechadosh. Every moment, this is incredible. Nothing can happen without God's constant finger being on the pulse. 
When a person's already living like this, when I know this, I'm living in a world of truth, I'm living in a world with God. So then what happens? Now my car stops. And it's not traveling. For any reason, tire popped. Engine stopped. Traffic. Guy cut me off. You're still thinking the same way. God allowed my car to drive till here. Who did that? And who decided my car shouldn't drive right now? This broker decided my car should drive till here. This exit, this spot on the highway, he decided I should travel to, and that's it. He decided I should travel here, and he decided I shouldn't travel any further in my car right now. Okay. Nimza comes out. What's happening is, I'm now getting angry at the lack of ability for my car to go. You know what's really happening? When I get angry at the lack of ability for my car to drive, Pirusho, the real explanation is, I'm getting angry at Hashem. Because God brought me here. And I'm getting angry. I can't go any further. What, what, what do you mean? God brought you here. You're getting angry at the one who brought you here? So you're getting angry at Hashem? Shreyahu... He's the one who said, you ain't going further right now, Tendler. Right now, for the next little bit, you're waiting for AAA. You're going to wait for somebody to come. That, the same one who decided I'm getting to that location is the same one who's deciding that I'm going to be there right now. He's the one who took away the ability to keep traveling in the car. You understand? Bavavi is, I mean, I want to go further, but like we can't, we can't. I, I'm like, my brain's like overloaded so far. There's an overload. Let's, let's just pause. Let's, let's talk about what just happened. Talk about what, what, what we're learning so far tonight. So you have, last week we were talking about, again, noticing HaKadosh Baruch Hu is consistent, constant hashkacha. It's everything, training ourselves, ask, answer, notice, be aware. Be mindful. Be in it. Be in it. Hashem, you, nothing exists. Electricity, nothing is in movement without Hashem. And he ta- he's taking this idea and he's starting to teach us, Lulav is starting to teach us how this idea is not just an idea that is something which, uh, you know, something where you have to see Hashem and notice Hashem. It's an idea that straightens out every negative characteristic that we can bring into our life. It's, it, it's all, it's, you, you simply exist in a different planet when you live with Ashkocha. We live in a different planet. You're not talking about politics the same way anymore. You're not talking about sports the same way anymore. You're not talking about your family the same way anymore. You're not talking about yourself the same way anymore. We're very hard on ourselves too. Forget being hard on our families. 
and thinking that it's them doing this to us and this and that and it's not fair. They hurt my feelings and this. It's Hashem. It's Hashem. It's Hashem. If my spouse said this to me, my child said this to me, this is Hashem testing my midos. And he wants to know if I know that he's, when somebody, when my child's disrespectful, in my mind, or my mouth, which would be ideal, if possible, you say, Hashem, who decided that person should speak to me like that? Like, no, it was Hashem. Hashem decided I'm going to be in this situation. Oh, who decided I'm going to have to not respond? Who wants me to not respond to that? HaKadosh Baruch. Everything's HaKadosh Baruch. Living with HaKadosh Baruch puts us on a whole different playing field. It's, it's, a, it's a whole different level. It's a whole different, it's a whole different existence. And I want to share an additional concept, which is more general. This is very, very chashev. It's very chashev. It's, it's more of a general approach but it, it's, I think this is the place that's worthwhile mentioning it. We talk about Musr. What's Musr? What's Musr? I know when I hear the word Musr, you, you kind of get like, you cringe a little bit. Yeah, Musr is like, be tough on yourself. Know what you're doing wrong. Know what you're doing wrong. Be self-aware. Be tough. Okay, it works at times, works for some people more than others. It's important to be self-aware. It's important to study Musr, learn Musr. But that's not the only way to become aware and to grow. There's another way. There's another way. The other way is, instead of challenging Busting the Yetzirah through struggle, through fighting, through... There's another way you could be matzliach. There's another way you could be successful. And that is sometimes licking your wounds, walking away, and strategizing how you're going to get the upper hand. Instead of just like keep fighting with them, which is like most Greg, deep, deep. It's kind of like a tougher approach, which is fine. And it's appropriate for certain situations. There's times where we have to know, and this is, I believe, where the Bovavi is going with this Mida. You, know, you could just say, take the Mida of Kas, don't get angry. I'll prove to you how bad anger is. And here's the verses to prove it. And it's a terrible, and everything's true. And, then, and it's inspiring to know, okay, so I got to stay away from the straight. What Bovavi's taking a little bit of a different approach for us, and he's going to do this with a few different traits now. And he's going to train us. He's going to say, everybody, if you have this mida on, and this mida, this trait can exist. It can exist on multiple levels. Slightly, sometimes it's inward, not outward. Sometimes it's outward. Sometimes more extreme. Sometimes less extreme. There's times where to defeat the mida is by taking the high road. You don't need to take the media like, oh, no, Marika. you know what you simply do is you train yourself how to make it not exist. Which means what the Bulbabi is doing is he's training us how to beat anger by not even focusing on anger. 
By living a life like this, by living a life of Amuna, by living a life of Ashkacha, where I'm trained, I speak out, the Rebani Shalaylam has decided my life, every, day, every moment of my day, to the detail, who's going to say what to me, what's going to happen, what my decisions are going to be. He's there with me every step of the way. The only thing I can choose is right and wrong, good and bad. Because even that, Akadosh Baruch Hu knows and is very aware of what's going to be. Doesn't take away my Bechira just because he knows. Bavavi says, live your life with Ashkacha. Anger is not going to exist. Because you're going to know, anger? What, one second. A situation? Hashem did that. I'm angry at Hashem? That, that's the same one that decided that I should be here. God forbid an extreme case. And this is not putting aside feelings, but Hashem gave us feelings too to be utilized. Somebody has a loss. Any type of loss you can imagine. It hurts. It's painful. Sometimes there could be anger. What makes it easier is when you ask yourself, who gave me that in the first place? It was Hashem. Who gave me this father? Who gave me a father that I had a relationship with? Because God doesn't give everybody a father they have relationships with. It's a gift. Who gave me this sibling? Who gave me this friend? Why did I even have that person in my life? Why did I have this blessing, this talent, this whatever? Who gave? It's Hashem. And who decided I should have it now? Hashem. So if there's ever going to be an emotion, you're not going to be emotional directed at a situation. You can still, again, emotions meant to be used. We're not saying a person has to ignore emotions or it, but all of a sudden, the whole situation is, exists within a different realm. It's no longer existing like, oh, well, nature says a car pops, nature says people die, nature says, eh, so, you know, whatever, like it is what it is, and I'm getting upset at a situation, nobody lives, like, Fine, we can have these thoughts cross it, but in, the, in, in truth, when we train ourselves, who did this? Hashem, why was it like this? Hashem, why was it like it previously? Hashem, why is it like this now? Hashem, that is true. That's a truism. And many of the negative nefesh habahami, the animalistic traits that tie us to this physical existence, that really bog us down and get in our way, the vengeance, the jealousy, the, with this approach of godliness, everything ultimately falls away. Okay. You know what? Let's hold it here for this evening. I think there's certainly food for thought for, uh, for the next week. And Bez Hashem, next week on Thursday night, we will pick up with, uh, with the next paragraph, continuing to break apart and tear down this mida of Kas and how to approach it and how to, you know, how to uh, continue to bring Hashem into the situation to remove the issue. And um, we'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody.